So we've already spent some good time tonight reading different parts of the Christmas story, singing a number of Christmas songs. And for our meditation tonight, we're going to continue with that focus on Christ's coming, but we're going to take a little bit of a different angle, a different perspective on it. We'll be reading from Revelation 12, and we probably don't very quickly identify the book of Revelation with Christmas, but Revelation 12 is a cosmic retelling of the Christmas story. It's got a little bit of a different feel than some of the other Christmas stories that we read, but it's telling us the same story. So let's read from Revelation chapter 12. A great and wondrous sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with, clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of twelve stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his heads. His tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that he might devour her child the moment it was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the desert to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan who leads the whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers, who accuses them before our God day and night, has been hurled down. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens and you who dwell in them. But woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has gone down to you. He is filled with fury, because he knows that his time is short. So a good number of years ago, there was a particular planet, and I think it was Jupiter, might have been Mars, doesn't really matter for the story, but there was a particular planet that was really unusually close to earth. And we had a good family friend who had this amazing telescope and spent all... All the time at night, he was out stargazing. So he invited us over on this particular night. And before the actual planet was really in view, he showed us this star. And look over here at this constellation. And look up there, and you can see this. And look over there, and you can kind of see that planet. And, and then as the evening wore on into night, he turned the telescope, and he made sure that each of us managed to get a really really good view of that particular planet that was in especially close alignment with earth at that point we would never have seen that we would never have seen the glory of the heavens if if he hadn't had us over and and invited us to look through the telescope and see what was up in the heavens well, here in Revelation 12, the Apostle John, who wrote the book of Revelation, invites us over, and he wants to give us a new, a cosmic perspective on the coming of Christ. The text that we read for tonight is a, is a spiritual telescope to help us look up into the heavens and see another level, to see greater depth to the Christmas story. So let's, let's do that together tonight. 
And we'll start by focusing on the woman and the dragon for a minute. The woman in this text is a picture, well, it's a picture of, of us, of, of the people of the Lord, of all of God's faithful gathered community. There are some people who want to focus specifically on Mary as the mother of Jesus, and that's part of the picture, but really that woman represents all of us, all of God's people. And you know, usually when we think of the church, when we picture God's community, we, we picture individual after individual after individual, and often we look frail, overwhelmed by the world, and, and kind of insignificant. But John wants us to look to the heavenly reality of the church and see this glorious people who the Lord has brought to himself. The church lives in the sphere of the sun and the moon and the stars. And this text wants us to rejoice in the glory that God has given to his people. But at the same time that we see that woman is glorious, we also see that she is suffering. She is beautiful and she is troubled. She is in the pangs of childbirth and she is suffering deeply as this child is about to be brought forth. And what's more, it's not just a woman that John shows us up in the heavens, but, but there's also this dragon there. And it's this terrifying, unreal, many-headed, many-crowned, many-horned dragon. And that dragon is intended to give us a picture of ultimate evil. The ultimate forces of darkness personified in Satan, the great accuser, the snake, the evil one. And the dragon seeks to destroy the woman and the child in this text. And we've gathered here tonight, and this is a wonderful service, and Christmas is coming up, and there are so many reasons that we feel grateful, but, but Advent, the season leading up to Christmas, and so often in our lives, we live in danger and suspense and trouble. We catch glimpses of the gifts that the Lord has given us, but the dragon seems to be always crouching, ready to consume. Even, even for some of us on wonderful days like this, the dragon seems crouched and ready to destroy. The Advent season, as we look toward Christmas, and, and as we're almost there, it, it reminds us of hope and we celebrate, but it also reminds us of, of waiting and of the suffering and the unmet expectations and the emotional, mental, physical, spiritual agony that we endure in this world. And so we wait, and the dragon crouches, ready to spring. And where do we go next? Where do we go next when the dragon is at the door? Well, where we as a church go every Advent and every Christmas is to the Christ child to the child. Always in our moments of deepest tension, the right place to look is to the Christ child. And that's where Revelation 12 takes us next. At the end of verse 4, the dragon is crouched, ready to consume, and, and then the text does a curious thing, and in verse 5, in rapid succession, the woman gives birth to a male child. We're told this child will rule the nations with an iron scepter, and then this child goes up to heaven to God and his throne. Child, scepter, throne, bam, bam, bam. Verse 5 should leave us a little bit out of breath. It's like John is so excited. He has this huge story he wants to tell us, but, 
But like with one of those old telescopes that you could pull out or slide together, it's like he smashed it all together and it's, it's all there, but, but we kind of have to unpack it to see the whole thing. What Revelation has done here is it's taken us all the way from Jesus' birth to his ascension in one verse. And John wants us to have that whole story in our minds as we look toward Christmas, as we read this story. The child is born. The child grows up and becomes a man. The man teaches. He he steps into his full authority. He heals. He restores. He he brings peace to God's people. But, But all the way along, the dragon tries to consume him. All the way along, there's this battle between the child and the dragon. And at one point, it seems like the dragon wins and the child dies. But then he rises again and then he ascends to heaven and he takes his place on the throne. And that... That is the hope that we have. And that is the whole story that we are supposed to see every Christmas. Not just a baby born in a manger, but, but a child. But the Son of God. But the Lord of the universe come to save us. And John shows us that after he shows us the, the woman and the dragon and the child. And he turns the telescope again and he shows us this cosmic war. After verse 5, Revelation pulls back and, and it gives us another picture of the heavens. And John, you know, usually when we read the gospel stories, when we read the nativity, when we read about Christmas, we have Mary and Joseph and we have the manger and we have the shepherds. But John wants us to look up in the heavens and see a whole greater level on which this story functions. And in this other level, the child's coming kicks off a heavenly war. And the angels and the demons go after each other up there in the sky. And and the angels of the Lord, working in the power of the Lord, they conquer Satan and the demons and they throw them down. The text tells us that Satan is hurled down. In this cosmic war, the coming of the child The coming of the child means that the dragon is hurled down. Now, there's there's more going on there than we have time to get into tonight, but, but what Revelation wants us to see as we look toward Christmas is that when we look toward the coming of the Christ child, we see the undoing of evil. In this child who is born to us, who comes to us, we see an answer to all the heartache and all the hurt and all the wrong in the world. The child conquers the dragon. The child conquers the dragon. And the dragon and all his minions, they're they're thrown out of heaven. They're given the cosmic boot. They are cast down. They are no longer able to accuse those who belong to Christ because they have been defeated. This text opens up to us that heavenly picture that that the Christ child who we celebrate has delivered us. He has saved us. He has made us right. And that view, in in some respects, it's it's still out there. It's still up there. We still need this telescope to see it because... 
because we're still waiting for Christ to come again. And so we still have all the troubles that we have in this world. And and as God's people, often we have more trouble than others on this planet. But what the Bible does is it gives us this picture to remind us that we have true hope. Our troubles, our agony, the darkness in this world is not the heart of the story and it is not the end of the story. The heart of the story of the world, the heart of the story of our lives is this child born to save us. And so if we belong to that child, the end of our story is glory. If we belong to that child, the the heavenly picture that John gives us is a picture of who we will be, of who we already are. Our story, if you belong to Jesus Christ, your story. Your story is a story of glory and hope and victory. Glory and hope and victory in Jesus Christ. Christ brings us from darkness to light. He brings us from suffering to salvation. And so with the angels we can say, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Let's pray. Father, tonight we give you glory. We give you thanks for how you have worked in our lives, how you have brought us here and now. And Father, we pray that tonight you renew each of our hope in Jesus Christ, the child born to us, the King who delivers us. We pray all this in your name. Amen.